Welcome back to the Dirty 30 presented by Stone Sports. I am your host, Dubs, taking me through the journey with me as always, the incredible Bobo Jones. What the fuck is up? What's up, buddy? How are you? Um, I am alright. Uh, so as I said on Stone Sports this week, fantasy football is a fickle bitch. I was up money in DraftKings for 75% of the day Sunday. I then lost it all. I was up in my fantasy league for 75% of the day Sunday and then lost it all. The Seattle Seahawks versus the Tennessee Titans will live in the back of my psyche for the better part of forever. I don't know a game in recent memory that's fucked me harder in fantasy football than that game, and it it will live in infamy forever for me. Uh, the, uh, I take it you ran into the Derrick Henry and the... Tyler Lockett buzzsaw. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I was yeah. up. I was I was real yeah. confident in my day before that, despite some poor performances from my running backs. We'll get to that later. But a yeah, a Derrick Henry buzzsaw is an understatement. Him and Tyler Lockett tore me a new dude, one did, for the better part of the second half of Sunday. Dude, did Bobby Wagner and the rest of the defense just take a nap in the second half? I mean, they, I know Derrick Henry's big, but. Dude, 157 yards and three touchdowns. Yeah, they mailed it in. They took a it's knee. It's crazy. And like most of it in the huh? sec, most of it in the second half. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. One half of football, like they shut him down the first half, right? Then they went into the locker room. I don't know. Maybe they ate some pastrami sandwiches or something. I mean, and some French fries or something. Got weighted down. I don't know. They came out and just were like. Nah, they used the Marshawn. They used the Skittles. Dude, I don't. Dude, he just ran over. Seattle tasted the rainbow. I'm like, dude, they did. They did, man, and they got fucking stomped by the rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, man. How do you let that happen? Oh, whatever. I mean, that was crazy. But uh, that will lead me Absolutely into crazy. our first segment of the show: Dubs' Diamonds. Derrick Henry is, of course, in there at the halfback spot. He was the top scorer at running back this week. 47.7 fantasy points, like I said. Buzzsaw ran through my fucking team. Not fun. QB, next on Dubs Diamonds. This is for the second week in a row. Kyler Murray, 35.1. Back-to-back weeks leading the way at QB. Yeah, he's absolutely killing it. Uh, Wide receiver, Cooper Cup, 36.8. The next entrant on Dubs Diamonds, 36.8 points for the cup man. Yeah, he's in a bromance right now with Matthew Stafford. <laughs> I don't at all. They are clicking. No. In sync, yep. <laughs> uh, tight end, Travis Kelsey, 23.9. Had a touchdown for his day. And at defense this week... 19 points. They were my fantasy defense this week. The Buffalo Bills blanking the Miami Dolphins. Dude, they just shut them down. I mean, it didn't help Tua went out too, but they hurt but Tua still, and Brissette's then they just no bum, you know? they hurt Tua and then just ran through Brissett for the rest of the game. It was awesome. Yeah, it's almost like when they broke uh, Tua's ribs, they broke the Dolphins' spirit. <laughs> <laughs> They just were like, no, nah, I don't want to play. I want to go home. <laughs> One Dolphins fan, like, looked up into the sky, and he was like, you see that? That was the last bit of this team's spirit going out the window. It's time to get out of here, kids. And he <laughs> Dude, packed, him up and packed him up yeah, into the forerunner, like, and he dipped. <laughs> yeah, he's like, he called his mom and was like, hey, I'm, I want to go home. 
what is it, Sun Life Stadium or the Hard Rock (laughs) Cafe Stadium, whatever the fuck it is. He got the fuck up out of there. Dude, they fucking sucked, man. Bad game. Bad game. They stink, dude. They have great talent. I thought the defense was going to be 10 times better. Like, I thought they were going to be way better under Flores this year. Uh, At least fantasy relevant, you know? Yeah, (laughs) they have not been so far. It's been a few defenses I've projected to be fantasy relevant that have not been, but that's we don't really cover defense much on this yeah, show. Yeah, no. no uh, we don't. For the rest of Dubs Diamonds, I'll go through the top five at the rest of the. Uh, well, I, that, I'm done with Dubs Diamonds, but I will go through the rest of the top five scorers at each position real quick. QB Lamar, 34.3 on my fucking bench. God damn it. Three, Brady, 29.6. Four, Danny Dimes on Thursday night came in with 29.5. Could not lead the comeback, though, against Washington. Uh, in at the five spot, Aaron Rodgers turned it around after a very piss-poor week one. Comes in at 26.8. That Monday oh, yeah, night game against the Lions. So he had to shut them haters up, man. Everybody's talking trash about, oh, you should have been there for the preseason. Da, 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 da. Like, Which... Shut that. He had to close that. Yeah, he had to shut that down. Well, I want to get to that game in a second, too. But running back, Aaron Jones, 41.5. He was number two behind Derrick Henry for the week. Uh, big big week for Aaron Jones. Lost his chain in the end zone. Ended up getting it back the next day. Good for him. But the Lions, they had that, like, they were up 17-14 at the half. We talked about it on Stone Sports this week. He, They were in it. They played as good as they could have played. And then the second half, they just got shut out. Yeah, they mailed it in. It's it like they mailed it in, like the Seahawks. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like they, dude, they they were moving the ball and everything. The thing is you that, know? Bo- and then it's like they came. We'll get to our sleepers later in the show, but it bodes well for Lions receivers and Jared Goff in fantasy because they're going to be playing from behind. And if that's the best, like that was the best they could look, I think, is the first All half the against the Packers, All and the they still lost by eighteen points. So I, yeah. it bodes well. For Fantasy wise, at least. Um, well, yeah, garbage time. Rest of the running backs here: CMC twenty four point seven, the three spot. Uh, number four, the real number one running back in Dallas, Tony Pollard, twenty three points. And five from the same game, Austin Eckler, twenty two point five, rounds out the run- top five running backs for the week. Uh, wide receiver Tyler Lockett. What do you got for wide receivers? Talked about him last. So wait, hold on a second. So you got, yeah, you get Henry and Lockett hit you off for 78 points. Yep. (laughs) Alone, man. And again, most of it in the second half of the four o'clock games. Like I was so up. Yeah. I didn't look at my app for like fucking 30 (laughs) minutes. I looked at it. I was like, oh no, oh no. And it just got worse and worse and worse and worse. But yeah. Anyways. Yeah, he was on top of the mountain, and you straight fell off, man. <laughs> I got pushed off. Tractor yeah, seats yeah, and the yeah, locket yeah. ship. <laughs> uh, oh, McLaurin, 27.7. I had him. Didn't matter. Number three. Uh, four, Cortland Sutton for Denver, 24.9 points for him. Him and Bridgewater seem to have a connection there. Big weeks for him back-to-back weeks. Evans... The five spot, 24.5 points from Mike Evans. 
rounds out wide receivers. And quickly we go through tight ends. Hawkinson, 20.6. Gronk, another big week, 19.5 for him. Max Williams, former Golden Gopher, former Raven, current Cardinal, 16.4 points for him. And Robert Tanyan, 14.2. Aaron Rodgers, safety blanket there. And did you see that throw he got into Robert Tanyan for the touchdown? Oh, dude, that was incredible, man. It was pretty. That was a pretty ball. The I saw a highlight from it today, the Manning cast, Peyton and Eli, and as soon as the throw happened, Peyton, like, freaked out. He was like, oh, my God, did you see that, Eli? Did you see that? <laughs> By God. Oh, I don't know why I made him sound like Jim Ross, but... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it was pandemonium. <laughs> Slobber knocker. Dude, I'm telling you, I'm telling you right now, Gronk is on that avocado ice cream, man. Him and Brady are sitting there after the game, just chowing it, it down. down man. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah, man, they love that shit. When did your teeth the get fountain of youth? <laughs> teeth would get cold avocado that way, though. Cream. Can't chomp down on yeah. ice cream. Hey, they don't care, dude. They're on the live show last night, we talked about a beaver attack. Oh my! Oh my! 73-year-old <laughs> man got chomped on by a beaver, but that's a story for a different day. Um, really? Yeah. I'll have to talk about that off air. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, okay, so we're gonna go into uh, Bobo's busts, right? Yeah. Next up is Bobo's busts. We'll go through the people that disappointed this week after going from the high point, like to bring it back down. Beaver attacks and all. Good transition into the busts of the week. That's right. Straight face plant, right? Top Absolutely. Of the mountain, straight expressway down. Should we go. Half of them are on my roster. I promise you. Yeah, Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, got him. Six point three. Uh, Antonio Gibson. Who's also a regular on here? Nine point seven. Check uh, mark. Dak, Got him too. Uh, Dak Prescott, man, eight point four. Ugh, First rough, whiff. Dude. I don't have Dak. Uh, Alvin Kamara, uh, seven point zero points. That whole Saints offense, man, they just came out and stunk. Going to again oh, this wow. week. Run into a buzzsaw. Yeah, uh, and George Kittle rounds out my busts at five point seven, which is the second week in a row he hasn't done anything. Taylor, Taylor had that one seventeen point game, but you know for an RB one, I expect more. You know, same out of Gibson. You know, they're low end RB ones, but still, they're, you know, they're like the bell cows for their team. They should be producing more. Yeah, for sure. And uh, Prescott just hit a good defense in the Chargers, and uh, you know Kamara and the Saints they stumbled a bit, but Kittle man is probably the most shocking one. It's back to back two weeks that he hasn't done anything. Debo Samuel's been getting all the, been doing all the eating over there. Seems like it's Kelsey Waller Kittle maybe. Yeah, I take Waller right now over Kittle. Big Walrus guy here mentioned it in episode one too. Oh, dude, he's just a beast, man. He is legit tight end. You know, like next to, I'm for me, he's the number two. People are like, oh, what about Hawk? I'm like, nope. Kelsey, I really like Hawkinson Waller. though, too. Hawkinson's. Yeah, but I put Hawkinson in front of Kittle. I've got another uh, bust here. What's that? Clyde Edwards Alaire. Yeah, I know, man. I don't, I don't understand. Like he was touted in college as he could do it all. He can run and he can catch. You know, three yards like, a carry, thirteen touches and a fumble this week. Yeah, all, like that's what I'm saying. He's in an offense that should be, he should be killing it. Like doing Kamara and Eckler numbers, you know what I mean? Right. And 
nothing. It's like, I don't know if they're just using him wrong or if he's just a legit bust, you know? Staying in the Chiefs offense, too. Tyreek Hill shut out this week. Only one, uh, three catches, 14 yards. See, I don't understand. Like, I don't understand that. Like, Kelsey and Hill are the, the guys. You know right. what I mean? It's like one week they do they do Kelsey and they do Hill, right? And then the next week, they're like, all right, we're going to throw to Robinson and Hardman and Byron Pringle. You know? <laughs> and then the next week, he's like, nope, we're going to go back to Hill and we're going to go back to Kelsey. Like, they just, you know what I mean? So, I don't know. It's just, it's just weird. I find it odd that he produces one week, then the next week he doesn't do jack shit, and then the next week he's like, hey, he's Mr. Relevant again. You know what I mean? It's like... I don't know. It kind of, I kind of stay away from Hill. That's know? fair. Like just like with the, the Tampa Bay wide receivers, it's like who's gonna eat? You know what I mean? This week is like Mike Evans got two touchdowns, right? I believe Mike Evans had two touchdowns. You know, and Godwin had a score, but Brown didn't get anything. You know, Brown just went on the COVID list too. Yeah, I know that's what I'm saying, but it's like. It's like hit or miss. It's like, who do you pick? Who do you play? You know, it's like... It's That's the same thing like, with the Steelers we touched on last week. Yes. Like, who are you going to roll with? Is it Claypool or is it Smith-Schuster? Because you know you're starting Deontay Johnson, you know what I mean? Right. So, I don't know. It's just... I'm trying to... I'd stay away from the, the Tampa Bay offense. I'm out. <laughs> Fuck Tampa Bay. For fantasy. Yeah. For fantasy. Yeah, just for... They just yeah, scare yeah. me. I mean, I don't... Yeah, I don't want to see him. I think we can beat him in week four, but again, that's for another day. Story for a different day. Yeah. Uh, I do have uh, a question for you, though. Him? Oh, go, okay. go ahead. You got a little question. So the top ready? top two scorers at QB this week, Lamar and Kyler Murray, respectively, uh, both had two picks and both had rushing touchdowns. Um. Going forward in fantasy football, the last couple of years especially, QBs have been more and more important. Uh, does it matter if your QB's out there throwing picks if he can run? And granted, Kyler threw for 400 Ooh, yards, but like it's a minus two for a possible a plus six in the yards, you know what I mean? And it's, it's clearly worked right, out like, in the favor for Lamar and Kyler this week. Okay, well, look at Lamar's last last. Uh, last week at the Raiders yeah, he, or the Chiefs he, he, yeah uh, at the Chiefs okay. he started off he threw that pick right yep like he threw the pick yep and then the week before he had what two fumbles in yep. an INT yep yeah so it's like but he still put up 34 touchdown takes that away yeah I mean I'm just saying yeah I know he, I know he put up 34 but it's like I mean I don't know like the same thing would happen with, like, Joe Burrow. I had Joe, Joe Burrow, and he threw three picks in a row, back to back to back, you know? And then he came right back down and threw two, threw, you know, threw two touchdowns. It's like, so I don't know. I don't I don't mind it. You know what I mean? Because I think this league only takes away one point, right? I believe it's two. Are you sure? I believe it's two points for a pick. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, that was... That's, still what, That's how we've always played, at least. It's always been two picks. If it changed, I was I still, unaware. Yeah, I don't, I don't care that he fills the picks. Doesn't bother me because you know what? Because he gets all that rushing volume with his legs. Right. So I think it cancels each other. And out. again, Kyler's answer. proved it being at out. the top of the board the last couple of weeks. Uh, the two picks from him last week, still 400 yards to the air, and Lamar, of course, 34 points. 
couple touchdowns on the ground this yeah, week. Yeah, of course. With Kyler, I don't care. He could throw four picks. I don't give a shit because he's going to throw for 400 yards. He's proven it. Right. You know what I mean? He's going to run, and he's going to throw for 400 yards. You know what I mean? Lamar will cap out at, like, 255. You know what I mean? Two, yep. 275 yards. Like, he's, he's not going to Oh, if you're taking – if it's a question while? between Lamar and Kyler, I'm taking Kyler. Oh, dude, hands down. Yeah, like, uh, every day of the week. Dynasty and they're like, okay, who do you want your QB to be? Like, oh, I'm going to take a legit QB. I'm not going to take the RB1 with QB3 upside. Right. You know what I mean? I'm going to take the QB1 with RB1 upside. You know? I yeah. don't know. I hear you. So, uh, but no, but yeah. it's a fair question, though. Uh, but I would say, fuck it, go with it. I mean, I say they cancel each other out. You know? I hear you. Um, it. Sling it, man. Sling it. Gunslingers. But uh, do you want to get into the sleepers here now? Sleepers for the week. Sleepers is fine. All right. What do you got? Uh, So my first sleeper of the week is uh, Tim Patrick versus the Jets. Jets obviously have been pretty porous thus far. Give up 20-plus points in both of their outings. Yeah. Uh, Tim Patrick had a touchdown last week. No Jerry Judy. Cortland Sutland's obviously the guy, uh, but Tim Patrick's going to be getting those underneath looks. He had one with Teddy Bridgewater for a touchdown, as I said previously. So I like Tim Patrick as a nice sleeper start, possibly a flex wide receiver too. All right. Um, You're coming in there and jumbled a little bit. Oh, my bad. Yeah. Sounded like robotic for a second. I'm all for the Tim. I like the Tim Patrick. I like the Tim Patrick pick because uh, Bridgewater's looking his way a ton. And like you said, Judy's out. And I believe Fant is sporting a questionable tag, too. So yeah, I'm not. Out, that's even more. Not that's even more. Super psyched about that questionable tag on Fant. Hoping it comes off after tomorrow's practice. Yeah. No. I, yeah. Me too. I got him in a couple lineups. Um. I I went with Sterling Shepard from the Giants, and I know that's not like a a huge sleeper pick, but Atlanta can't. I mean, Atlanta can't stop anything right now. I mean, they they can't stop anything like. Bunch of kids were running, and they flipped over a stop sign. Everybody would just keep on running. I mean, they can't, he, they can't stop anything, dude. I'm, t- I'm telling you, man, they can't stop nothing. I think he, I think Shepard has Daniel Jones's trust. You know what I mean? I think he's like a security blanket. You know, because he threw that one bomb to Slayton, and it's like he had popcorn right before he went out there, and he was like, bloop, couldn't catch it. So I think Sterling Shepard falls out this weekend against Atlanta. And actually, I like the kind. This is gonna sound crazy, but I like the Sterling Shepard, Daniel Jones stack in DraftKings this weekend. Oof. Oof. Yeah. Oof. So, All right. All right. I'm just saying. I mean, that's that's where I'm at. And Daniel Jones is only clocking in, I believe, at like 5,800 bucks. So. I'm gonna hold you to that. We're gonna we're gonna recap. We're gonna recap Sterling Shepard and Daniel Jones week next week. Okay, I'm just saying, I, I like him this week for, you know, and right. as a matter of fact, I like him so much that I actually am rolling with Sterling Shepard and Daniel Jones in my lineup. Oh, wow. So, wow, yeah. all right. All right, so, fair we'll enough. We'll see what happens. So my next one, 
I did it. We had three each here. My number two was Quintez Cephas against Baltimore. Uh, Baltimore has been same kind of reasoning with the Jets. They've been giving up big points. And Jared Goff, like we touched on in, uh, earlier when we were going through the Diamonds, Jared Goff is going to have a lot of upside throwing, uh, being behind in games. They're going to have to throw to catch up, keep up. And like I said, I saw their best stuff in the first half against the Packers, and it clearly wasn't enough. So they're going to be behind in games. And Quintez Cephas has emerged as the clear number one for Jared Goff in Detroit. Uh, they're looking his way in the red zone. They even had people open a couple times trying to force it to him. So Jared Goff clearly has developing a little bit of a tunnel vision for Quintez Cephas. And I know you're, he's not even rostered in some some deeper leagues. But I know our, both leagues I'm in, both have Quint, everyone has Quintez Cephas. But if he's available, try to get him. Yeah, you want to hear some? You want to hear some grimy shit? What's up? I went on this morning and took Tim Patrick and Quintez Cephas. Oh, look at <laughs> you! Both on my roster. Look at you! <laughs> and the dynasty. Look at so, you! I went out there and stole them. Um, my next one, like again, is kind of not like a sleeper, but I think he might ball out this week, and that's T. Higgins. He also is sporting a questionable tag, but. Again, the Steelers, they have Minka Fitzpatrick. They got T.J. Watt, who might have an injured groin, but they don't have any great cornerbacks. And I don't, like, I'll actually go a step further, and I think Taj Boyd has a good game, too. I think Chase, all of them, all three of them, I think they all eat against Pittsburgh. If the line can hold them, hold up, I think Joe Burrow has a, has a good day that day against the Steelers. Fair play. Um, I, I mean, they just they gotta throw it. So like their defense stinks. Like so they're gonna again. You know they're gonna have to throw. You it. were high on the Bengals receivers last week. All of them were productive. So keep riding it. Yes, I am. I am. I'm. I'm all in on them. I mean, I'm sitting Joe Burrow this week over for Teddy Bridgewater, but and I also picked up Taylor Heineke too. So the Heineken. Let's see how that goes. Yeah, the the Heineken. Behind oh, the yeah. <laughs> So Tula had some busted ribs, I guess. So uh, he's on IR right now. So I put him in the Google slot there, and I picked up Heineke. All right. I like that move. Of, I also noticed too that people uh, were paying, had gotten a little war over uh, Derek Carr. Somebody paid ten dollars for Derek Carr. I did see that. There's a little bit of a bidding war for Derek Carr. I also saw ESPN talking about is Derek Carr and John Gruden the next best QB, next great QB duo, QB coach duo. I was like, oh my god, they have they've won two games. <laughs> they went eight and wait, eight hold last on a year. Let me shake my. Wait, I got a magic eight ball. Hold on a second. <laughs> Sources point to no. Sorry. <laughs> I did that same fucking joke on Stunt Sports. Oh, did you? Did Literally, you, in, the, in the recording that we just did last night. That's hilarious. Um, I'm telling you, we're father-son, bro. It's, I know, that's funny. Uh, so I was talking to my uncle, and he's a diehard Rangers fan, but he's like, dude, they started out like that last year. Yeah, they did the same before. shit last, the last year. last two years, it's 2-0, 2-0, 2-0. And, and then eight games in, they start to falter and fall apart and everything. as the same old Raiders. So, yep. So... I need to see more, you know? I need to see more before I'm, like, all in on that. You know what I mean? Like, Ruggs, Ruggs had one great game, 
It's like his first great game. He has like one great game a, a season. That's it. He's been in the league, what? This is his second year now? Like, he he has like splash plays every now and then. He's like Deshaun Jackson, you know? Right. But younger. I mean, they're both just flimsy. They get hurt they're Both just flimsy. I mean, I mean, they are, dude. They, I don't mean, they run out there. They run real fast. They make a cut. They come back, and he's like, oh, I tore my oblique. I mean, Mr. Glass, Deshaun Jackson. I'm saying, dude, Deshaun Jackson is so overrated, man. He runs two plays, he catches two touchdowns a year, and everybody's like, oh, man, yeah, Deshaun Jackson, dude, man, that boy can fly. I'm like, yeah, but that's that's all he can do. And then he gets hurt and pulls a freaking oblique or he, you know, pulls his hamstring running so fast. Like, dude, what's the point of, you know, you got to show up every single game. It's like it's... Deshaun Jackson doesn't need the trainer to identify which muscle he's pulled this week. He's like, I got it. That's the oblique this time. Because he knows. He's been injured (laughs) so many times, dude. Like, he averages three games a year for, like, the last eight seasons. And everybody's like, oh, man, we're beating the table. Like, someone go out and get me Deshaun Jackson. I fucking just, we need him. All right? (laughs) I need someone, I need someone that can play two fucking games and catch two fucking touchdowns. That's all I need. He can be hurt the rest of the year. I don't give a fuck. Just get me Deshaun Jackson. I mean, you get what you pay for, I guess. I don't know. So my last uh my last sleeper here going to be Marvin Jones. I like him in a flex spot this week. He's had 17 plus points both weeks thus far. Trevor Lawrence clearly looking at the veteran. Uh he's led the team in targets both weeks thus far, so I like Marvin Jones as a good flex play this week. I also second that and I have Marvin Jones is a flex play this week in daily. 4900 bucks. Look at that. That's it's value. It's fucking criminal, That's dude. Value. It's criminal, You're man. Stealing money. <laughs> it's fucking criminal, dude. I got uh I'm to go throw him in my lineup right now. Dude, I got Shepard, Higgins, Marvin Jones, and I think Lockett are my Wide receivers in my flex. I like that. DraftKings this week with Daniel Jones, Sterling Shepard, um, the Titans defense. I can't remember who I picked for running backs. I know it's uh, Cook and someone else. And then I think my defense, who is my other sleeper this week. We know, like you said, we don't talk about defense that much. I also have him on my waiver wires, which we'll talk about in a little bit. But it's the Titans. Oh, I, have them in, the Colts. I have them in daily. Colts this week? Yeah, me too. That's my daily pick as well as the Titans. I'm locking with the Titans this week versus the Colts. I don't think Wentz is going to play. And even if he does play, he still throws at least a pick or two, maybe even fumbles it. He's got that bum ankle, two bum ankles supposedly. So, And <laughs> you saw what happened when they threw Eason in. You know, Frank Reich was like, listen, we need, we need a good play. We're going to try to get down here and get a field goal didn't happen i need you to go in and complete a pass and he's like okay i got you and then when they came back off the field after he threw the pick he said i meant to complete a pass to one of our players not to the other team (laughs) so that's done so eason if you go get your glasses kid yeah i'm all in on like called over the kicker strip sack something so i like that i like that uh, you got any waiver wire pickups? Yep, this week I do. 
I did have the Heineken guy on there because I thought last Thursday he went 34 for 46 for 336 yards, two DDs, two touchdowns. But here's the kicker. He had four rushing attempts. It only went for six yards, but still, he does use his legs. So He was running yeah. around in the pocket a lot and still throwing, too. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, like the, the dude can play. You know what I mean? I actually believe that if they win the next two games and Fitzpatrick comes back, I don't think he gets the job back. Um, and I also got Jared Goff, who went 26 for 36, 246 yards, two touchdowns. He had one interception and one fumble, but I don't, again, like that goes back to that conversation with Lamar. Like, I don't care because he's going to be, they're going to be behind so much, he's going to have to throw. Like, he's going to get picked off. I mean, he's Jared Goff. It's, you know, wouldn't be Jared Goff without throwing a pick, but still the volume is what you're looking at here. And he's going to be behind. Like you said, he's going to be throwing. Like, dude, I barely eked out a win this week. I think I won by 2.7 points or something like that. But he kept dumping it off to Swift and dumping it off to Swift and dumping it off to Williams. <laughs> I mean, I'm telling you, man. I'm, I know it's just, but still, it's it's garbage just time. Just dumping it off and dumping it off. But still, but, I mean, it adds up. You know what I mean? I'm watching the points tick off, and I'm like, man. Yeah, he didn't get the 34 team? points that he needed me to, though, DeAndre Swift. Yeah, no, he didn't, but. He, he it was a tall, a tall order, I, I'm aware. Yeah, but I mean, also, too, game flow, like, they got behind, like, you know what I mean? And then he went into passing, which is fine, but it's like, I think they just need to stick one with one. You got DeAndre Swift, you know, let him be the bell cow. Right. You know, you just bring in Williams to spell him, like, you know, give him that full load. Yeah, they're mixing uh, them in a lot. Up. Yeah, like, I, you don't need that, you know? And uh, as far as running backs... I went with, and I don't know if I'm saying his name right, but uh, Jake's Patrick, is that right? Or is it Jacques or J- I don't know. Jacques. Oh, uh, Jacques, Jacques Patrick and uh, I want to say Terrence Cannon. Uh, they're the running backs currently for the San Francisco 49ers because <laughs> everybody and their brother is hurt. I believe they tried to sign the kitchen sink. But yeah, they've worked out Lamar Miller and others. <laughs> yeah, TJ Yeldon and Duke Johnson. So keep an eye on them three guys, too. They might get a starting gig there. But someone has to run the ball in San Francisco. All right? They've got to hand it off to one of these dudes. So if you're hurting, you know, duffing the dudes, you know, <laughs> if you, maybe you need another running back to get hurt, pick one of these guys up. you got to get um, by. And for, uh, running, uh, for wide receivers, I got a... I got Quez Watkins. Dude, he has this weird connection with Jalen Hurts. Yeah. I mean, he had two receptions for 118 yards or something crazy like that. It's like... He caught the, know, the big, won, deep, long bomb that yeah, Hurts Yeah, the 91-yard bomb. How do yeah. you not score? I don't understand. But, <laughs> but you know... Got 91 yards you, and don't get a touchdown in the NFL. Yeah, it's a tough 118 look. 118 yards and no touchdown. Um, I, he just has that connection with him. And again, it's like... They got Devonta, Devonta Smith there, and they got Jalen Rager. But, I mean, Jalen Rager's not really doing anything. It's like they need they need someone to catch it, you know? Yeah. The same thing, like it's the reverse for San Francisco. San Fran needs seven, someone to run it. They need someone to catch it. Seven targets to Smith last week, only two catches. So we'll see uh, something to keep an eye That's on rough. there. Um, also, I have uh, Anthony Miller for the uh, yes, sir. For the Texans. He, uh, he was injured. And uh, he's coming back. I'm so a big Anthony make Miller his first guy. Start. I mean, hey, again, you know, Brandon Cooks can't catch all of it. You know what I mean? It's like 
you got to spread it around. And with Davis Mills coming, you know, getting his first start, you might want to have all your weapons ready for They had him and uh, Darrell Henderson at Memphis at the same time, and they would just run, like, jet sweeps to Anthony Miller and then power it in with Darrell Henderson. It was fun to watch. But that's, a, again, story for another day. But yeah, I uh, we can, uh, also oh, have a tight end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just got a couple more here. No, absolutely. Got, uh, for tight end, I got uh, Jared Cook. Still out. He uh, had I'm... five targets, caught three of them for 28 yards. He also had a touchdown called back because somebody on his team, I believe it was a hold. Yeah, sure did. Part but, of what uh, fucked me in DraftKings. Yes, they are looking for him at the goal line. It's like he, Herbert's looking for him first, and then he's looking for Mike Williams second. Um, I like Mike Williams. That's the tight end too. I really had out there. Um, for kickers, I got Nick Folk. Seven for seven field goals, two for three on extra points, but I believe he's just holding the job until Quinn Nordine comes back. Big Nordine defense, guy. Yeah, I like the name. And for defense, the Nordine. I went with the Titans. Titans versus Colts, no wins. So, All right. that's it for the waiver wire. It's pretty barren. Pretty barren. But we pretty will barren. wrap up here with a little recap of the league. For the people that are in the league, of course. Um, Team Finnegan, 2-0. They advance 2-0 on the week. A bunch of teams 1-1. You are another team that's 2-0, one dope honky. Al Hogan. A. Hogan is 2-0, cold beer. 2-0. Yep, yep. Duke Squad, 2-0. Team Chandler one and one, Wadi Dynasty one and one, Cuckoo Kachoo one and one, Three Ways A one and one, Greasy Operator one and one, Ball Farmers one and one. Basement Dwellers oh and two. Basement Dwellers, Dirty Duff and the Dudes. We are maintaining the basement, keeping it clean for whoever will end up here, because I promise it won't be me. Uh, I'm sure to get drunk and fall off and need somewhere to sleep, so (laughs) clean, free of spiders. There's a broom down there, dustpan. But that will do it for us this week on the Dirty 30. Uh, make sure to check us out on the socials, Stone Sports Podcast, at Stone Podcast on the Twitter. Uh, this show is basically going to live under that banner. But the Dirty 30 on Spotify, YouTube, all of those things. Make sure to check us out, subscribe, like, all those things. And we will see you next week. Say goodbye.